Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 268. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of the Yard deck build, and we're going fast with Slow Girk. Now, hit our theme song! Ready? Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We have a new deck with a new commander from the new set to talk about. We have a new patron to thank, a couple of brand new stories to tell. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, DaddysFusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, very much so. And I have got the Stinky Booster Packs ordered from Fusion. Ooh. They're not stinky yet, but they're going to be. Oh, once they get in that sack, it's over. I've got my Midnight Hunt stuff coming, including one of the pre-cons. Ooh. Yes, all obtained using CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Got 5% off my entire order. Of cards you were going to buy anyway. Yes, yes. I've got the booster packs. We give them away. I get some cards to alter, put them up on the Facebook page. You can find the links below or right on the video if you're watching on YouTube, which, which you fucking should be. Yeah, and big thanks to all the new subs that are actually starting to listen to, to, to Brando yelling at them. <laughs> it yes. takes time, but they get it. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. People like the last Top 5 in 5 video. Ah. The the Top 5 aggro commanders. Probably the Top 5 aggro commanders that you didn't think were as aggro as they are. But Ooh. but that, that name doesn't kind of... Yeah. It doesn't fit on the YouTube <laughs> name line very well. Hey? Also, they're... Like we say, scientifically proven. Yes. They are the most aggro commanders that there are. Yeah, and not this Friday, but next Friday, you can tune in for our next top five in five. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So we're here. We've got uh, we've got a slow Gurk deck, but before we get to it, let's get some business out of the way. Okay. Some biznatch. Biz snatch. We got three Holy giveaways. Shit. We got three snatchy giveaways. And we're going to do them all now. We're going to sprinkle them throughout the show to make people listen. No, let's do them now because people people always skip ahead this part and then go right to the deck tech. Those fucking guys. Oh. Yeah. So let's do them now. We're next leveling them. I like it. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So we have got the first one. This is the booster pack from Guessing, guessing Fateful Absence. That was the white removal spell from oh, yeah. last week's set review. Not set review. Didn't get any of those. No? No, not a one. Oh, well, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's not quite your, your swords or path or your purge the horde. Did you get any of those? Did, am I saying the right card? Yeah, yeah. That's I got, a, I got that, one of those. I was going to use the one that you just said that was the winning card from last week to replace uh, the one that gives them a changeling. I was gonna, Crimp swap. Yeah, I was going to upgrade that way. Yeah, Crib Swap costs three, I think, and gives him a Creech. Yeah, this one costs two, two and, and gives him a, maybe a shitty card draw outlet Yeah, late game. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I mean... I think that that's a fine switch if you don't want your opponents... Maybe if you're playing like a, a an aggro deck that that plays white that you don't want to give them a blocker. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's fine. I think that they're fairly laterally fine in the yeah. levels of deck that I play, but I mean... I kind of like that one better. It had a cool picture yeah. on it. And didn't I'll, I'll, give him a dude. I'll bring up Crib Swap again in a sec, but let's do the first giveaway. Okay. The first giveaway for guessing Fateful av- Absence. Big middle finger to, to Taylor in the other room. People watching on YouTube would have seen. <sighs> Stephen Christopher. Stephen Christopher was the winner. So Stephen Christopher guessed Fateful Absence. You get at us at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando, but preferably commandercookout at gmail.com. Let us know that you're you, Stephen Christopher. Sounds like a very generic name, probably made up, but just get at us and we'll we'll make it work. I hope there's a Christopher Stevens out there too, because that'll just be, that'd be fun. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. Christopher, comma, Stevens. No, because no. then Stevens would be his first name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep up. See, it's confusing. Yeah. What I just said probably exists too. That's why you don't have two first names. You have a distinctive first name and a distinctive last name, and everything makes sense. Yes, like Slow Girk. Slow Girk. That's his. That's his. Yeah. That's his last name. Girk. Yeah. Mr. Girk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another giveaway. Okay. Let's fucking do it. Okay, that felt good. Yeah. Yeah. This Fun is. Fun giving stuff away. This is the non foil. Crushing Brutality, Secret Layer Lands, illustrated by Mark Riddick, one of my favorite punk metal alternative artists. Neat. Yeah, super cool stuff. This was for helping us share the giveaway on social media, becoming a new follower or or, or having a friend, Peep CCO Podcast, and, and, and joining the nation, growing the show, that is. This goes to John Prime. That's the name at... Hubstrager on Twitter. John Prime, hey? John Prime. I wonder if that's like Optimus's brother. Well, that's what I was just thinking. Is it like Jondimus Prime? Jondimus Prime. <laughs> He's got jaundice. He's yes. just yellow. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't well, know this guy. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you get a nickname if you win a contest, I guess. Why not? Right? Yeah, so... At, Jaundiced Prime. Yeah. At Hubstrager on YouTube or on Twitter, you get at CCO Podcast. I've got it. It's going to get shipped out to you when you contact us, but it probably will be unboxed so we can put it in an envelope. Just FYI, because then it's like 10 times less expensive to send. Shipping is lots. Yeah, yeah. Canada Post and stuff, right? So thanks for playing along. We've got one more giveaway, though. Do it. We've got, this is the same thing, the the secret layer. Mm -hmm. Foil edition. Oh, shit. Crushing, brutally, foily, secret layer-y. Okay. And this goes out to one Patreon supporter that that helped us share the show and, and tweeted and shared and all the stuff, right? Okay. Same stuff. Hit him with it. This is the winner. Big Booty Tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you laughed last time. That's the Patreon name. That's the Patreon name. So I love that get one. at us on Twitter, on Patreon, on Discord. You you have all of the ways to contact us. He pushes like up and B or something, he turns into a statue. But he can still, but he still has all the powers of the regular raccoon tail, which for some reason you get by picking up a leaf. I never understood that. That's a Mario three reference. Yes, it is. Okay, Very I got good. it. I Very got good. it. And and I said that you could contact us through Discord. One of the benefits to becoming a patron. Oh yeah. And I said I'd mention Crib Swap again. Another oh, benefit to becoming a patron of CCO Podcast. Mm-hmm. Links will be up on the sh- on the screen and below and everywhere that you find the show. Is you can get a Brando token or proxy. And we've got a guy in the queue who said he wanted a shapeshifter token to go along with his crib swap. I already know what I'm gonna do. There it is. See, Brando, he's he's got him. And I think I've sent I think I've sent editor Joe Mama some pictures of Brando alters in the past. Oh, sweet. If I haven't, I'll try and remember to do it again. But uh, I think people have seen him on on Twitter and stuff yeah, they're, where, they're where they come fun. in the mail. I like, fun, I like yeah. mail days, right? So yeah. when people show what arrived in the mail or their box openings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm into that too. That's most of the business. Neat. You did a box opening for Midnight Hunt. Sure did. Got smashed. Oh, baby. If you if you want to know the full details of it, check out our pre-show, <coughs> which you should be checking out anyway because it's fun and you can win packs. Yep. But, man, I got I, I got rolled really hard. So I'm going to say it. I just said it on the video. I'm going to say it here. Yep. Buy singles of this set because when you miss, you really miss. Yeah. And the single prices in a week or so are going to be 
very good. The cards that are pre-ordering at a dollar in a couple weeks from now will be 50 cents. Yeah. And the ones that are like five to seven dollars might be two to five dollars. Yeah. And Ren and Seven. Yeah. Exactly. And then Ren and Seven and Tefri are going to be like forty-five dollars. Yeah. There's Ren and Seven, Tefri, and every other fucking thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think the full art lands are worth some some coin, aren't they're, they? They're a couple of bucks. But oh, all right. I well, mean, and they'll, those will go up probably. You know, it's not always time. about yeah. making money. That's why we yeah. say buy singles because... Yeah. It's not yeah. about the value that you open in the pack. It's about... You open packs because you like opening them. Yeah, or like open flippy dot drinking in. Absolutely. We haven't done that in a long time. I know. Well, here's the thing. I've Get just added that. a new fucking business item to the show. Magic. Magic the Gathering Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, November. I got a frog in my throat, everybody. Sorry. And it's not a magic fest per se. It's no, just because a... there's no sanctioned magic events through Wizards of the Coast. So this one is a Star City thing? This is a Channel Fireball event. Oh. Similar to the Flesh and Blood thing that they did last month. Okay. That was a huge banger, smash, success, cosplayers and tournaments and money and people showed up in the thousands. And they want to do it with Magic because Magic's far more established and they can make more money playing Magic and have bigger prizes and more people in a commander area. Note that we call it a commander area on CCO. Yes. So they're doing it and we would like to go and we've put it out there to the patrons on Discord and on YouTube and we've got some people that would also like to go and I want to just put it out there on the show that... If you're a member of the nation and maybe not on Twitter or on the Discord or whatever, but you want to share a room with us, we're not opposed to sharing with people as long as you're trustworthy, upstanding individuals in the nation. That's how we met Lenny and Steven. One, F those guys. Yes. And two, I love those guys. Yes. So if, if you're comfortable with going, we know everybody's in a different place mentally about the whole situation, but if you'd like to go and, and we know you and you're into splitting a room, that's how it that's how it's affordable for us to go. Flights are actually kind of cheap because not very many people are flying right now. Yeah. And and we we always have some reserve to be able to go out and meet people and, and travel and have fun with the nation in person because we live far away from everybody. Yeah. Every fucking buddy. <laughs> yeah. But we'd like to split a room because that makes it very affordable. And we just go to a grocery store. We stock up on food for a few days. We stock up on booze for a few weeks and drink it all in a few days. days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we play magic and don't sleep and it's a ton of fun. Yes. That that yeah, is the that, summation of everything. Yeah, that's the whole story. The so, whole thing. So again, if that's a thing, get at us. Yeah, yeah. We already had a guy we uh, we already had a guy from actually Regina say that he'd be in. Regina guy, hey. Yeah, but we met him before. So he's he's okay. And he's in the nation. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah all he's right, good. All right. He's he's in Regina. That is part of the nation. We say all are welcome. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We gotta. We should put an asterisk on that. We've been saying it for too long. It's too late now. It's Cats too, out of the yeah, it's too late. They they knew, they knew what they were in for. They did. We actually have a new member of the nation. Oh shit! Yes, a new patron. The other great benefit is your CCO nickname, and the nickname today, pseudo celebrity, Jason McNulty. That's like Nick Nulty, z pseudo kind of brother that has a different last name but sounds the same. Is that the the 48 hours guy? Nick Nolte? I think so. All right. Well. I think he's also in Sin City. Don't quote me on that one. Though. Oh shit, I don't know. I forget what he looks like. I just remember that he was the other guy in 48 hours. Yes. Yeah. Who's the other other guy? Eddie Murphy. Oh no, he's the guy. I yeah. don't know who the other other guy is. Yeah, there's there's three guys. Editor Joel maybe have it on the screen. Yeah, he'll 
He'll he know knows. He's, he's he's fucking pretty good at that. Yeah, he he gets a lot of the references we make, and I like. Yeah, that. and that one card that. that we never know what it is. Yeah, stupid land that untaps another land. Still yeah. don't know what it is. No idea. Yep. And I watch the videos, and but I see hey, it pop hey, up every week. Yeah, we need a nickname for Jason McNulty. Jason, the other other guy in CCO Nation. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else he may be pseudo-celebrity related to? Oh, who? McNutt. Oh, yes, because Mick. Yeah, Jason McNutty. Oh, I like that. That's that's not too bad. Jason McNutty. I like Jason that. Jason has huge McNutties. Yeah. There it is. Or Jason forgot the McNuggies. Ooh, don't do that. No, don't, because... I had spicy nugs from McDonald's. They're but, not even spicy. Of course they're not. They look the fucking... They taste the of same. Of course they're not. They're the same thing. They're just older. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Because they were, I bet you the breading was just a little bit thicker and a little they bit crunchier. They left them in the fryer longer? Because they're fucking older. That's just, what they are. It's like chocolate milk. They used to like take the like the near-expired 2% white milk mm. and turn it into chocolate milk. Because whatever they make it into chocolate milk with makes it last longer. Hmm. I forget where I heard that. I don't even know if that's true, Well, but it might be. If you work in the milk industry, let us know in the comments down below. Jason McMilky. Don't, so many nicknames. Don't Google that one though. Google it. Google it. Google I it. I guess if you're if you're Jason McMilky and you want to know yeah. about yourself. You know what else might be milky? Your slow gurk. Your slow gurk. Yes. Wait. Actually, hang on. Wait a sec. What is it? I'm gonna transition away from the transition I just made because I have one story to tell oh, that's super exciting. Not the king of the segways. I'm so I'm so I'm so pumped about this. What is it? EDH and M on Thursday. Oh yeah, I wasn't there. I was cutting my grass. Yeah. You made a wrong decision. We had a fucking packed house but one pot of three that could have oh, used a fourth dang. you ruined it i let him down I let him down but it's fine it's fine because because this happened okay so in my shitter gang brother's deck yep that's shatter gang control yes okay i play a reign of gore and i play reign of gore is if you would gain if a player would gain life they lose that life instead yep and i play it specifically because at the time when i first built that deck we had an Aloru player and a life gain deck and another life gain deck in our personal local, friend group. Yeah, like our friend group met. And I was like, <laughs> and then just with uh, the whole global bastard and everything, of course, yeah. we weren't playing with them very much. And this reign of Gord didn't really phase out. It, yeah, but I just left it there because I got it and it's fun. But I never, ever got to resolve it against one of those life gain decks. <laughs> and then yesterday, Buddy's playing a Loro. A Loro, Ryan. Turn two, Reign of Gore. Got him. And he's just lightning bolting himself every <laughs> turn. Because <laughs> not only did he have that, he had another, like, gain of life at the beginning of your upkeep thing. We get all this life gain stuff, and he just didn't have to attack him. Didn't He didn't have no enchantment he, removal? He just died because he didn't draw he any he died. didn't draw any enchantment removal. Did, he actually ended up killing himself did he say this well i guess i'll just die yeah i wish that i wish i was there he did yeah I it was amazing was it was it was oh, really great he had, he had all these like big life gain spells and he was just playing them into the <laughs> reign of gore to get the game over with sooner it was it was awesome oh, man. i felt kind of bad for him but like just because it was that exact interaction I was very excited. Oh, it's too bad he didn't like mirror universe you at the last minute, hey? Oh. Oh, that oh. would have been the cherry on top. Yeah, that would have been worth it. Yeah. It would have been worth it. He salt bays a fucking mirror universe onto the table and you're just like, oh no, your skin melts off your face. <laughs> <laughs> Slow gurk. The gurk. The gurk is 
Slowgurk the Overslime is a 3-3 green, blue, 1 trampler. Whenever a land is put into your graveyard from anywhere, plus 1, plus 1 pound counter goes on Slowgurk. Plus 1, plus 1 pounder goes on Gurk. Is that what I said? No, but I heard it and now I can't unhear it. Okay, fair enough. Remove three of those pounders from Slowgurk. Return it and three lands you control, or lands from your yard to your hand. Uh, That's not how it actually works. I'll no. read how it actually works. <laughs> yeah. You can remove three counters from him to put them back in your hand. Yeah. And whenever he leaves play, you get three lands from your graveyard to your hand. Okay, so a couple things. The dinosaur that you exile three cards from your hand to make him dive down? To, to Or no, you discard three cards to exile him? Razaketh? Not Razaketh. The blue one. The blue one that dives under the water. Okay, you keep talking. I'm going to try and think of the name. That's a comparable, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Toothy. That's Tooth- a comparable. Oh, yeah, when you When you cool. bounce, you draw cards equal to his bigliness. Mm-hmm. You get a, he leaves the battlefield trigger. Right. Nezahal. Nezahal, there it is. The primal tide. Got there. There it is, yeah. Life from the loam. Yeah, Get baby. three lands back. Those are all things that kind of feel like Slogurk. Yes. None of which are in this deck, no. by the way. <laughs> I should preface with that. All of which could be in the deck. All of which could be. And when we reviewed this, we reviewed it as fine. It it kind of sort of acts like a poor man's crucible of worlds, yeah. right? We didn't necessarily go into the fact that you can combo with this card. We don't want to be the... We don't want to be the podcast that just says, here's a commander, here's how you go infinite with it. Yeah, 17 different ways. Yeah, like, that's... That exists elsewhere. Yeah, you can find that somewhere else on the internet, I'm sure. Yeah. Also, we didn't really go into how grindy and value this deck can be, which sometimes is associated with Simic, but more so associated with Saltai, like... like um, Muldratha, getting mm-hmm. things back from your graveyard every time. Right. And the double... The double... Double die. Yarok? Yarok, is he? Yarok? Is he he's sold tie as well, right? I believe so. Yeah, so this is this can do that kind of thing, but with lands. So is it like a lands commander? Uh, is it is it like... You're not drawing cards. You're getting lands back. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. We're going to look at it. We're doing some of that value stuff. We're going to ask the question, is it enough? And we're doing maybe some combo stuff and we're going to say is it the right type of combo and do we need a backup to that that's that's what we're going into oh, today that, that was like a thesis statement yeah fuck i gotta defend the slogurk phd man <laughs> <laughs> so let's hit some cards right now yeah let's do that all right Ryan, where you want to start okay let's do the artifacts we don't have oh we didn't say whose deck it is that's the last thing before before we get to the cards dt Six five. Yeah, super podcasting professional professionals. This is Matt Flucher. This is Meat Flute on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite nicknames. That's a classic. All of our nicknames are my favorite nicknames. That's a classic CCO nickname. Uh, a CCCO. Yeah. Nickname. Got there. All right. Meat Flute, thanks for the list. If anybody out there in CCO Nation has decks, you can put them on any of the deck list channels in the discord or commandercooker at gmail.com send them in now you can't send those to our twitter or the facebook group because we lose them oh yeah don't do that we do get lists there and we mean well but we 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 lose them we lose them well also all of them (laughs) they're they're gone now okay artifacts arties 
Zernorb. Zernorb. This is not a mana rock. This is sack a land, gain two life for zero mana. Put a plus one, plus one pounder on Slogurk. Yeah, just sack all your... Somebody's open. Hey, no blocks, nothing untapped. Oh, sacrifice 10 land, kill you. Yeah. Okay. Swiftfoot booties and lightning greaves. Protection, but you're going to see lightning greaves equipped for zero. Kind of important yeah, we'll, in the future. We'll note, We'll make note of that one. Then we have a Sol Ring, a Simic Signet, and an Arcane Signet. Those are our rocks. And the last one is an Elixir of Immortality. Shuffle it and your graveyard into your library. Gain five life all for one mana than two mana. Cool. Probably important because you're gonna see some. You're gonna see some shit. There's some stuff in this. There's. I should say. There's some stuff that's not in this deck that makes you maybe want to shuffle your graveyard back into your library a couple of times. Yeah, and th there's still some stuff. There's some stuff that Brando didn't actually pick up on that. That. Um, yeah. That I, I told you about before we started recording, and you've got a list of stuff that that I didn't pick up on that you said this could probably be in the deck. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's a whole team effort, us and Meat Flute. Yeah. <laughs> team effort. We're, we're three-way in this deck. Yes, very much so. Let's go to, what do you think, enchantments? Because there's there's like... Uh, six of them. Six of them only, yeah. Zendikar's Royal. Zendi's Royal. How come my stuff's in a different order than yours? Doesn't matter. Zendikar's Royal is a... Green, green, three, enchantment, landfall, land ETBs, you get a 2-2 two, two elemental. This card is also what I call a trap. You can probably do better. Oh, yeah? We have enough suggestions coming up in the later in the show. Just cut this card. It costs too much, and the benefit just isn't there. I've played this in lots of lands decks, and it's never paid off other than I get to put that little penis-headed elemental token into play. Oh, yeah. Because the, the elemental that it makes kind of looks like a penis. Okay, well, we've got some we've got some major land finders, so yeah. we'll we'll see if the five-drop nature of this card is, is what we want. Next up, this is a cool card that we don't play enough. Masks, block, special, trade routes. Oh, yeah, this is green and one enchantment. You pay one, return a land you control to its owner's hand. Okay, so sure. we could return it and then lay it down again. Return it, lay it down again, return it, lay it down again, because we've got multi-land multi putter inners. Yep. So you get a bunch of landfall triggers for that last card. Mm -hmm. You get a bunch of Gurk triggers. No, you don't, you because, get zero Gurk triggers because you've got to go to the graveyard. But it's got another ability. Yep. One, discard a land, draw a card. Neat. That's how you get your Gurk. Yep. Get your Gurk on. You just <laughs> Like a pickle. Gurk on. <laughs> yes. Get your Gurk on by discarding that land card. Okay. Neat. Neat. That's a cool last card. Also, it's blue, not green. Just Oh, did what did I say? Green. Sure. The next one is green and one, and it's Colony Hard Expedition. Yeah, old school Zendikar OG yep. common. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Landfall. Whenever land enters the battlefield, you put a quest counter on it. Sure. Remove three quest counters from it and sacrifice it. Search your library for two basic lands, put them onto the B, tapped, then shuffle. Sure. It's fine. Yeah, that's it's, just it's it's just a cheap old ramp spell for two mana that you're going to probably trigger the next turn. It's a budget include. It's cool. I play this card. It's a good card. Yeah, and it probably, if you've never heard of that card, it matters in enchanter's decks that want to find land. Correct. Okay. Next up, we have another Masks Block special in Excavation. I do like this. I actually was just considering putting this in a deck. This is an enchantment that says, one, sacrifice a land. Uh-oh. Draw a card. Any player can pay this ability. Ooh. Okay. Not not very oft do players want to do this, especially early to mid-game. Yeah. But to get your Kirk on, 
Yeah. You want to do it? Get, yeah, do. get in those early Gurk beats, maybe a turn two slow Gurk, turn three excavation. You've got three land in your hand still. You just sacrifice a couple of them, cash in for some cards, hit for five on turn three. Then put Gurk back in your hand, get all the lands back, and then start over again. Uh, but, I, don't, I don't mind that. Well, if you have a Lightning Greaves, you can do that because you just equip the Lightning Greaves for free every turn. Yeah. Huh? See that? Yeah. Get your Gurk on with boots. <laughs> Pickles and boots. <laughs> <laughs> court of Bounty. Court of Bounty. This is, do you like these courts still? Really lots. This, I really these, enjoy these. These were the cycle from Commander Legends that made you the monarch when, when they ETB. Okay. So that's what this one does. Four mana. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you're the monarch, instead, you may put a creature or land from your hand onto the battlefield. Cool. So you got to be the monarch. So you always got to be swinging with your Gurk. Yep. Is it just swing or do you have to deal de- combat damage? You have to deal combat damage to a player. So it helps that Slow Gurk has trample. Very much so. Yeah, very much so. I think that's important because we're going to make them big. Yes. And it, it doesn't matter if they have blockers, if he's big enough. And an answer to your earlier question, I think the courts are really cool. Mm-hmm. If anybody wonders what level of deck I like to play, it's the level where courts are good. Well, that's a good... That's a good... Uh... I really like them. I don't think they're too slow. I think they encourage combat. I think that they have a really impactful impact on the game. Impactful impact. Yes. Huh? But they're never do-nothing cards, which I also like. Y- yeah, even if they're not doing something for you, they are doing something. <laughs> They'll do something to make the game go, and I, I enjoy cards that do that. Sure. I think we got one more enchantment, right? And it's Ayula's Influence. This is, what did we call this? This is... It's Bear Assault. Bear Assault. Yeah, Seismic Assault, but for green. Yes. So green, green, green enchantment. Discard a land card. Mm-hmm. Slogurk gets bigger. You get a 2-2 two, two green bear creech toke. It's all right. I mm-hmm. think it's good if we have a full, 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 full hand and we discard all our lands. I think that there's enough old school legacy players in the nation that they'll remember decks called Agro Loam. Yep. Where you would use Seismic Assault and Cycling Lands and Life, Life from, from the, the Loam to cycle lands in and out of your graveyard to chuck them to the Seismic Assault to kill your opponent. This is kind of the same deal where you cycle lands in and out of your graveyard to make an army of bears and then crush people with them. This time, though, you do it from your command zone. Yes. For three mana instead of two, but you can do it faster than life from the loam, which is a sorcery for green one. Green one, yeah. Green one, and you get three land cards back from your graveyard to your hand, like Slogurk. Right. But it has dredge, dredge three. Yeah. Dredge three. So if it's in your graveyard and you would draw a card, you can mill three cards and put it back into your hand. Yes. Thus getting your, maybe, lands into your graveyard and getting your your life from the loam back. Then then you can cast and get the lands back to pitch to the Seismic Assault or the Ayula's Influence. Right. All while in this deck, you could make Slogurk bigger if you played Life from the Loam, but we don't. Yeah, which, so, we, which we should. We're, again, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Slogurk acts as Life from the Loam in, in its stead. Yes. Okay. All so right. That's it's, what we're doing, sort of. But we're going to figure out how we can really fucking do that with like hopped up on sugar and caffeine okay okay <laughs> let's talk some instants sure this is this is more ramp some control we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get there no custom categories in this list today we should have mentioned that that's why everything's kind of lumped together as a type instead of into that's what fine they do, which can, is okay yeah we can still demonstrate what the deck does absolutely we can because we're sweet we have roiling regrowth and harrow those are sacrifice a land put a plus one on slow gurk Get two lands. Correct. Sure. Heroic Intervention. Keeps your shit alive. 
all, all of your permanents, mind you. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a hex, good card. Hexproof and indestructible. Growth spiral. That draw card, put additional land into play. So it, it's Simic. It does Simic. Yes. Pay Simic, do Simic. Foil. I want to say foil, arcane denial, counterspell, deprive. Those are all like counterspells, right? Yes. They're, that is exactly what they are. Some version. Foil is actually free, and you can discard lands to play it for free. Which is which is a good little yeah. synergy. I actually like that. That's a good one. And then we have a crop rotation. That's Sack a land as an additional cost, so yep. slower gets bigger. And find, what do you find? Any land. Any mother-ass land at instant speed. Crop rotation is so fucking good. Yeah, super good, because you can use it like... It acts as fog if you have a, a, a glacial chasm or a maze of ith. Yep. It acts as creatures to block with if you've got other landfall that you can do at instant speed and a the, the one that gives you zombies. Field of the Dead. Field of the Dead, yeah. Or it acts a, as ramp if you have a guy's cradle or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crop rotation. So good. Oh, it acts as counterspell for reanimation. Like for Animate Dead, if you can crop rotation for a Bajuka Bog, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a solid one too. And there's also a Beast Within. Everybody knows Beast Within. Yeah, it's a removal spell. Let's talk some sorceries. Sorks. Sorks, if we will. Now we got the the first one is, I think, the first card most of us thought about when we saw Slogurk. I didn't, but oh, this, this, is the, is, this is a Brando classic. This is the first card that walked through my head. If you will. Oh. And it's Walk the Aeons. Yes, this is blue, blue, four sorcery. Target player takes an extra turn after this one. Why is that important? Why are we going to pay six for this? Ooh. Because we can buy it back into our hand as we cast it by sacrificing three islands. Yeah. So you're going you're gonna to get your Gurk on. You're going to take an extra turn, and you can do that turn over turn. Yeah, you can do that infinite times if you have an Azusa Lost but Seeking in play. Because that allows you to play two extra lands per turn for a total of three lands. Play those three islands, return them to your hand, get the walk the eons back. You can slow gurk them back. Right yeah. now, yeah. keep in mind doing that loop as we just described it doesn't win you the game. So you need something else in play to actually make you win. Well, here's the thing, though. But I mean, there's other stuff in the deck that we're going to get to. We said that. Swiftfoot Boots and Lightning Greaves are both in here, and you could equip them after you replay your Slogurk, after you get your lands back, and just equip the boots for free and attack for slow, with Slogurk. Or you can attack for six after you sacrifice your three lands so Slogurk gets big. You attack with haste with the boots, and then you remove the three counters, bounce them back to your hand, get your three lands back, play them all. It, it's very mana intensive, but we're playing blue-green, so I don't it's know how big of an issue it's going to be. Probably not at all. But Although, you could yeah. take infinite turns there. And, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if, if Meat Flute knows that, but he probably does because that's why it's all... It's like That's why, yeah, that's yeah. why you play Walk the Aeons with this guy. Okay. We have a Splendid Wreck. That gets all your lands from the graveyard back onto the battlefield tapped. So Landfall Galore. Yes. Cool. Sky Shroud Clan. G get two lands. Rites of Spring. Oh, this one is cool. This, it's a neat card. This one I I forgot. I knew it was from, I knew it was from Odyssey, and I knew that it had combo potential, but I've uh, I've never seen it in a deck. I don't think. What's it do? Anyways, green one sorcery. Discard any number of cards from your hand. Search your library for that many basic lands. Reveal them and put them into your hand. Then shuffle. Cool. So if we have a full hand, which I'm sure there's ways that we're gonna find to do that, we can discard all of the cards from our hand. A lot of them are going to be land. Make Slogurk big. Search for that many 
lands, put them into our hand. If we do that with Ayula's influence, discard all those lands. Makes Logurk bigger. Yeah. Splendid wreck. Get them all back. Landfall yeah. 87 times. This is this looks like it's shaping up to be a lands deck. Yeah. But we are going to combo. Yeah, there is going to be glorious. There are combos in the deck, yes. Next up is Reshape the Earth. Ooh, yes, talking about mana. I forgot all about this. I forgot this card even existed. Green. Green, green, six. Oh. <laughs> Search your library for, count them, mother ass, ten lands. Land cards, mind you. Yeah, lands. Not basics, just lands. Put them onto the battlefield, tap the shuffle. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you spend nine to get ten. I'm fine with that. That's okay. That's ah, ten landfall triggers. That's a bunch of utility lands that you probably want. If you're playing Field of the Dead, it's like nine zombies. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. There's a Rampant Growth, a Kodama's Reach, a Far Seek, an Explore, a Cultivate. Those, Those are, all, are all ramp cards. They're just ramp spells. We have a Gaia's Blessing. Yeah. Target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into their library. Draw a card. Now, when Gaia's Blessing is put into your graveyard from your library, huh? Ah. Huh? Shuffle your graveyard into your library. Neat. Yes, this card could be replaced with, I don't know, a Thassa's Oracle or a Lab Maniac, yep. but I do like doing it this way too. Also, if you want to just use it to shuffle your shit back in, you could replace it with an Eldrazi Titan. You could do that too. Because you're playing blue-green, landfall with lots of ramp. You could also just play the Eldrazi Titan. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you could get some beats, and if it did die, the only thing about it is, the only thing about it is you probably wouldn't want it to be Ulamog. You'd need it to be Kozilek Butcher of Truth exactly because the other newer Eldrazi's don't shuffle in like that. Yeah. And Emrakul's banned. And Ulamog very, very rarely ends up in your graveyard after you cast it because it's indestructible. Yeah. And if you can bounce and replay Kozilek a bunch of times, you can draw your whole library, which is something that we'd want to do with that Rites of Spring. Yeah. And then discard it all and make your... Get your Gurkhan, <laughs> as you were. <laughs> and the last one is a Balaged Recovery. Yeah, three mana, get a card back, or it's a land on the other side. Yeah. Let's do some Creech, Ryan. Let's Creech. Now, some of these are just doing what the deck wants to do, so we'll just kind of hit them and move on. But we're going to start with Titania, Protector of Argoth. Oh, baby. The now $2 only. Yeah. <laughs> Titania. Five drop, don't care. Five three, don't care. Elemental, don't care. When she enters the battlefield, return target land card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Sounds good, because we're going to be putting land into our graveyard purposefully. Also, whenever a land you control is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, which is going to be all the time, we get a 5-3 elemental. It's pretty good. It's good. Tireless Provisioner. This is a good card. Oh, yeah. Landfall, get a treasure or a food or a clue, right? No, just treasure or food. Oh, okay. Usually treasure, because food sucks. Tatiova Benthic Druid. Landfall, gain a life, draw a card. Jesus. There, there it is, right? That's how you draw your whole deck, right? Yeah, you're, or a lot of it. Springbloom Druid. Enters the battlefield, sack a land, search for two basics, put them onto the battlefield tap. That's Harrow on a Creech. Yes. We like it. Sky Shroud Ranger. Put a land card into play? From your hand. Just like Sakura Tribe Scout, which we're also playing. Yep. We have a Scoot Swarm. Landfall, make another, make another one? Landfall, make a bug. But if you control six or more land, you get an additional Scoot Swarm. Sure. So this is an exponentially growing thing. Crashes Magic Arena all the time. I love it. And we've established that we could do 
infinite turns, which would give us land infinite land drops. Yes. Okay, so fine. That's yeah. like number three way to combo if you count Ayula's influence. Yes. And or drawing your whole deck with Tatiova. That's yes. number four or five way. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have a Rex Sage. Destroy an artifact, that's a removal thing. Ramen up excavator. Play land from your graveyard, which we're gonna have. Mm -hmm. Even just natively, because we're probably playing and or would suggest cycling lands and fetch lands. If there aren't cycling lands in this deck, which there are a few of, fucking put them in. Yes. Like, that's a mistake. There's not very many deck building mistakes you can make. That would be one of them because those decks are cheap. Those cycling lands are cheap. They're readily available and they're excellent in this deck. Unless you want the foil ones from Onslaught, then get wrecked. Yeah, then <laughs> let's not talk about that, Ryan. Multani Yavamaya's Avatar. Okay, this guy might sort of be like Slogurk 2.0. Sure. If you want to win with combat. Anyway, six drop, zero, zero. So I'm on board. Right. Reach, trample. Cool. Do we call that rample? We or do. teach? Rample. Treach. I like rample better. Sure. Let us know in the comments. Plus one, plus one for each land you control and each land in your graveyard. Cool. Yeah. So how many lands we got in this deck? 40. It's probably enough. Most likely. Yeah. If they're all in your graveyard and in playing you 40 somebody... Achievement unlocked, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. You've done that in Omnath. I sure have. Every single land in your deck in the battlefield? Yep. Okay, cool. That's the thing I've done. Also, you can pay green one, return two lands you control to their owner's hand, and you can get them from your graveyard to your hand. That's Multani from your graveyard to your hand. That's cool. Which is something you want to do so you get more landfall triggers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Or, or you could turn those lands, if you got like 80 lands, you could turn those into Ayula triggers. Ayula ammo. Ayula ammo, yeah, yeah, AA. And you can actually still have Multani be big because he care he counts cards in graveyard. Okay. We have a Lodi C or Lotus Cobra. That's a mana for playing a land. Very Kuda good card. Kudama of the East Tree. Oh fuck. Of course we do. That's the one where you get a permanent from your hand and then you can put another permanent that costs less from your hand into play. Everybody knows Kodama at this point. Th that's a combo card. I'm sure that we could just like play any other card in the deck and probably still combo with this card. Yeah. <laughs> we have an Eternal Witness. Get something back from your graveyard. Elvish Reclaimer. Ah, this gets plus two plus two as long as there's three or more lands in your graveyard. And there will be. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a three, four for one. Cool. So pretty good. And you can go two, tap. Sack a land, search your land, search your library for any land, put it onto battlefield tapped. So it's like uh, crop rotation this on a dude. Crop rotation on legs. We have Dreamscape Artist. Here we go. This is a 1-1 one, one for blue one. Human Spell Shaper. So you know it's going to have an ability. The ability is blue, two, tap, discard a card, sacrifice a land, search your library for two basic lands, put them onto the battlefield. That is Harrow on a dude. It lets you take any card in your hand and turn it into a Harrow. And we're playing Harrow, so we know that we want to do Harrowing. Yeah. Okay. It's a cool card. Yep. Corsair of Crufix. Ah, uh, that's play the top card of your library if it's a land, and landfall gain a life. Yes. Yeah. Coiling Oracle. Reveal the top card of your library if it's a land, goes onto the battlefield. If it's a non-land, you put it into your hand. Simic. Beanstalk Giant. B-S-G. Good one. I like that. Not to be confused with Black Sun Zenith or Blue Sun Zenith. Well, Zenith starts with a Z, not a G. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rhymes. Also not to be confused with Machine Gun Kelly. Also a three-letter abbreviation. It <laughs> kind of sounds like B-S-G. Or MSK or... Or MSG. 
PPC or CTV or, or PCP. PCP, that's another one. Or the one. BBC. Jesus. Not the channel or the thing that you shouldn't Google. MTV. What the hell? What the mother Everything F? has three letters. <laughs> what card are we talking about, Ryan? This is Beanstalk Giant. This is Green Six Star Star, but he's got adventure. Ooh, I love Fert adventure. Fertile footsteps, yeah. It's a sorcery for Green Two. Search your library for a uh, basic land card, put on the battlefield tap, sure. Sure. And then you can cast him from exile because he's on an adventure. And it's power and toughness each equal to the number of lands you control. So this is another beater that you can ramp with. Yeah. Sim similar to Maltani, I guess. We talked about Azusa. We're playing Azusa. Yeah. Two extra lands. That's a good one. Augur of Autumn. Brand new. Yeah. Wonder if he pulled it from the same pack as Slogurk. Probably not. Probably did. That's why I built the deck. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the top card of your library at any time. You could play the top card of your library if it's a land. Also, Coven. Three creatures with different powers. You can cast creature spells from the top of your library as well. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think you play it for the first two abilities. Land off the top, oh, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I was going to play this in, in uh, Omnath. Yep. But then I realized they're all five fives. So it's like, the, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to play another creature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Ashaya, Soul of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is Star Star for Green Green 3. Soul of the Wild's power each equal to the number of lands you control. That's kind of a, a trend of beaters that are all going to be like 10-10s. Ten yep. Cool. And non-token creatures you control are forest lands in addition to their other types. So when one of our creatures dies, it now will trigger Slogurk. Yes. That's a good little synergy. It also lets you dodge things like Cyclonic Rift. Ah. Because Cyclonic Rift doesn't bounce lands. It also gives us the ability to tap our creatures for mana to help us pay for that super mana intensive uh, walk the Eon Slogurk loop. Yeah. Cool. And if you can auto-equip your Greaves for zero mana... We're going to come back to this. Mm -hmm. You can move that around to give your creatures that just ETB this turn haste so you can tap them. Yeah. Sure. Ancient Green Warden. Oh, yeah. This is a gooder. This is a 5-7 Reacher Rounder for six. Lands from your graveyard. You could play them. Important. That's a good-ass card. And if a land entering the battlefield under your control would cause an ability of a permanent you control trigger, it triggers twice. That's Land Harmonicon. Yes, it is. So Landfall get two two twos. Landfall get two elementals. Landfall get two scoot mobs. Or 40 scoot mobs. Also good. Yeah. Okay. And the la the second last creature, I should say, is AC Tyrant of Gyre Strait. Yeah, six drop, five, five, additional land. Cool. This is another one of those. And Landfall draw card. This is the other way along with Tatiova to draw your whole deck. Cool. If you're, if you're infinite turn dropping looping. And the last creature in the deck is Cephalid Illusionist. Oh, and people are like, what the fuck is that? Nobody knows what this is, but this is actually part of a combo mm -hmm. with Nomads on core. Which we're not playing. No, because that's a white card. So we need a way to target it because what it says is whenever Cephalid Illusionist becomes the target of a spell or an ability, whenever Cephalid Illusionist becomes the target of a spell or an ability, mill the top three cards of your library. Nah. Oh. So it does a bunch of other shit too, but we don't care. Yeah. One, one for two. What you do is you target it with the swift foot boots. Or the Greaves. Uh, yeah, the Greaves is what I meant because the Greaves <laughs> targets for zero. So you could go maybe Slogurk on turn two or three, Cephalid Illusionist. Remember, Slogurk's got Trample. And then if you've got the Greaves, so that's like a two-card combo with your commander. So really it's three cards. But you move the Greaves back and forth from Slogurk to Cephalid Illusionist 
And when you equip, that's actually targeting. Mm -hmm. So you mill every time you do this, you mill 30, 40 lands, whatever, and your Slogurk gets to be a 30 or a 40 or a 50. And because it's got trample and haste, even if you played it this turn because of the boots, yep. you just kill somebody. Let's do this in the, the CDH fearmonger way. Turn sure. one, land, soul ring, boots, or greaves. Greaves. Go. Comes back to you. Turn two, Cephalid Illusionist, equip greaves, mill three. Turn three, Slogurk, mill your whole library, kill somebody. Next turn, kill somebody else. Next turn, kill somebody else. Never mind if you had any any other fast mana where you could do Illusionist and Slogurk on the same turn. You just need three colored pips. Yeah. And you could do that on turn two. But you could do what I said with the way the deck is built already. Oh, yeah. Is this a CDH deck, Ryan? No, definitely Absolutely not. not. No, we are <laughs> not competitive cook-up no, podcast. <laughs> the fastest your deck can go is not how fast your deck goes. That's right. It's how fast it goes on average. And we're not playing the tutors to find the illusionist. We're not playing the birthing pods or the uh, any of the chain things to find and go up and blah, 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 and the fast mana, blah, blah, blah. Right? Exactly. But you'd be actually surprised how many decks actually can turn for somebody that, oh, yeah. that you don't even know. Yeah, you don't even realize it until it accidentally happens one time. Yeah, and, and sometimes we find them on the show, right? And we'll yeah. highlight them like today. Now, it's n no joke. Cephalid Illusionist combo is an instant mill combo, Yep. right? And, and and as soon as I saw it in here, I was like, oh, what? where is it? Where is the fucking combo? As soon as I saw it. But uh, you can do it all, and the guy is blessing in here. When you mill it, it'll just auto-shuffle your library or your graveyard back into your library. So it's not like... Oh, I can only mill like forty cards and Slogurk, and, and it's yeah. like, then my game's over if my graveyard's removed or if somebody kills Slogurk. No, you just cast it again because your graveyard is actually in your library again. Yeah, so, you just keep doing it. It gives, uh, I guess, that's redundancy. Yeah, it allows your big combo to be redundant and resilient. Also. Resilient, resiliency. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's what I ask of the deck. We, we talked about the combos. We talked about the backup win cons with some of the beaters, some of the, like the infinite combo. We've got some removal, counter spells. Do we need something like a Sylvan Safekeeper? That's sack a land, target creature gets shroud until end of turn. Yes. That would be good. That'd be really good in here. Because we want to sack lands and we want to give our stuff shroud because we've got big beaters. Yep. Okay, that, that'd be pretty good. Do we need like a scape shift or is that win more? That's probably win more. I don't think we need a scape shift in this deck. Okay, well, I got an idea. Let's move to the budget section. This, as it is, $215 deck. Sure. Most expensive cards, Rejuvenating Spring, which is a land, a dual color land. Right. And a Lotus Field, which is a land. And those are $10 and $17. You cut them and just play like a, a fetch land or a basic or whatever. Not a fetch land because those are expensive. But Ancient Green Warden is also $16. I don't know if that made the cut. <laughs> yes, sorry. That card's expensive. But it plays right into the strategy. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, okay. yeah. If you cut a land and add two basics, then your deck's less than two hundred bucks. Yeah, and plays lots of lands matters cards that people might already have if they've ever built a lands deck in the past. Sure, that's what I had for the budget section. You can get this deck for less than two hundred bucks, but you have a bunch of suggestions. I do. Now, if you wanted, I'm gonna maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. You might disagree. You might agree with me. There is one genre of deck, one class of deck in Magic the Gathering, specifically EDH, but this is true for all Magic the Gathering decks. There's one of them that is always pay to win, and that's lands decks. Ooh. Because the more money, cash dollars that you invest in your lands deck, the better your deck gets 
because your land base has fetches in it and it has all of the lands things in it. Yeah, this lands matters to, cards are usually yeah. expensive. This deck wants to play eight fetches because it puts land in your graveyard and gets them out of your library, puts them into play. It wants a Crucible of World. It wants an Oracle of Moldaya. All of those cards are fucking money and all of them make this deck better. It wants Strip Mine. It wants Wasteland. It wants all that shit. It wants a Maze of Ith. It wants a Glacial Chasm. Yep, and that's just... It's an unfortunate truth of playing a lands deck. And if you wanted to octopple the budget of this deck, you could definitely do that. So is that your suggestion? Those are the if you hate money suggestions. Oh, yes. Let's say you want this deck to do basically what it does, Yep. but have a little bit more play. Sure. But And, and on a budget still. You can play the crabs. Crabs, he, mill he, crabs. He drawn and ruined crab. Yep, and there's a there's a snow mill crab as well. And Ooh. I was I was just thinking you could split your basics between regular and snow, and then you could hate money some more and play field of the dead. Yep. And that snow crab will play right into that because I mean if you're snow crab milling, you probably want all your basics, and then yeah. you cut field of the dead, and then your budget again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So those are landfall mill yourself. Yep. Cool. Put land into your graveyard. Excellent. You could play teamer saber tooth. That's bounce and get it back? Bounce for a green. Slogurk doesn't have to bounce by taking counters off of him or doing anything. So if he's just, let's say you're just playing him and he's chilling out as a 3-3 and you don't have a way to put a bunch of lands into your graveyard, but you have lands in your graveyard you want to get back. Oh, yeah. Bounce him with Team or Sabretooth and get those three lands. There you go. There we have it. Okay. I think your suggestions might bump out some of the big backup beaters, like all of the, the star star equal to the number of lands you control. Definitely. And then your suggestions might move the deck a little bit closer to the combo side of land dot deck as opposed to the beater side. And we both, I think, have experience in that. I've got a combo land deck. Mm -hmm. You've got a beat em up land dot deck. I do. Okay. So it, it's funny that you're making these suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Wait until we... Just wait. Okay. There's three mutate creatures that go really good in this deck. Oh, yeah? There's the bird that draws you a card when it mutates. There's Migratory Greathorn, which gets you a land when it mutates. Yeah. And there's Bouncing Shore Shark, which bounces a creature when it mutates. Oh. And all of those will go back to your hand with Slogurk when you put them back in your hand so you oh, can get the effect that, again. That's a fucking good idea. So that's cool. And it will bounce blockers out of the way if you're just going the infinite turns swing with Slogurks a bunch of times. Yep. Kind of thing. It will let you demonstrate him hey, and bounce this, your fucking guy out of the way. It gives you longevity because it gives you more mana for the mana intensiveness of that combo. Yep. Very cool. Or it draws you a card. Check this out. Shit Blob. Shit Blob. That's Bio Waste? Bio Waste Blob. It makes, at your upkeep, it makes a copy of itself if you control your commander. And it's an ooze that goes along with your ooze. You could, yes, yeah. Slogurk's friend, Shit Blob. <laughs> yeah. And, and they give oozes plus one, plus one. Hey, Shit there Blob you go. is a good card. There you it, go. It's like 25 cents. Cool. So it would go really good in this deck if you just want to beat the shit out of people. Last two. Walking Atlas is another tap, put a land from your hand into play. Yep. Budget card, very cool. And the last one is I think this deck could use instead of maybe the Multani. You might want to look at a Rampaging Bayloth, which lets you go a little bit wider with all your landfall triggers. Yep, yep, yep. Because when you go tall with the Multani, that's super cool and it has redundancy and that you can get it back from your graveyard. A Rampaging Bayloth just lets you go fucking wide and kill everybody. I, I do like the going wide and killing everybody. Let's move over to strengths and weaknesses real quickly because I'm going to ask some questions. Let's do see it. If, see if we can get there. Weaknesses first. Okay. Does it control enough? No. And what I mean is... 
if we need to block, I think that the rampaging Baloth would be better mm-hmm. than than the the Maltani or, or whatever, right? Because it'll let us block, and that's not controlling, but that is controlling our life total more, right? Does it control enough from a combo deck standpoint to be able to survive until you can put all the pieces together without tutors, <sighs> right? I yeah, I have I have my doubts. It and and it depends. It depends too, like. How fast can we draw the cards? How fast can we get a, a, a Tatiova or an AC? Right? Fair deck, not CDH, not lots of tutors. No. So naturally got to put it together. I don't think this is built to be a super duper high powered deck, but like... Though it could. Yeah, you definitely could make it stronger again by pouring money into it. I, I like I like high ceiling, low floor. Yes. Yes. So, and, and that gives you a varied gameplay experience. Which we like. Which we do like. Yep. Okay. So does it control enough? Probably not. That's probably a weakness, but we don't care. Yeah. Does it combo enough? I think all of the same things apply. Yes. We don't care, even though it is a weakness, because we're not maximizing on that combo, because we're not tutoring. Yeah. Okay. Efficient removal, disruption, that kind of falls back onto those same two things. We've got some counterspells. The counterspells fit the deck, which is pretty cool. You know what else would be really good in here? I just thought of this. Royal Elemental. It's like blue, blue, blue. Oh, three. landfall gain, gain a dude. Like landfall get control of somebody else's guy. That'd be cool too. Yeah, in here. that's a good one. Because there's, I lot, like that. Like maximize your landfall triggers. That's what I would do in this particular situation. But yeah, okay. And you know what? That 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 ups the curve and that makes makes the deck a little bit slower. And it would remove blockers as well. That's kind of a removal spell. Yeah, removes them in the best kind of way where it takes them away and then throws them back at you. Yeah, it two for ones them while doing what we want to do anyways. Yeah. Let's move over to the strengths. Okay. We don't care about the weaknesses in this deck. Let me hit one more weakness. I'm pointed already. Sure. It's built to be budget, and landfall decks get better when they're not budget. Yeah, could be expensive. Maybe yeah, and, weakness. Yeah, and that is a weakness of some decks where if you want to just jump in and build a landfall deck or a lands deck, it's not always accessible because lands are goddamn expensive. Yeah. And I hate that, but it is the world we live in. Yes. Okay, strengths. 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 Tons of value. We're playing Simic. Simic's got the Simic color combinations. Got like graveyard recursion, card draw. It's got all the best shit. Yes. It it ramps. It can control. It can combo, and it's it's gonna do all those things. It also has a very like you say slow or what is it low ceiling high floor. Other way around. High yeah. ceiling low floor. Yeah, that's what you said, and that's always a strength of a deck. Where if you really really like it you can definitely build it up to be a little bit more competitive. Or if yep. you really, really like it and it's just lagging behind your, your local group, you can do stuff to bring it up very easily. And you know what? You don't even have to because strength, backup win conditions, attacking with big creatures. Nobody yeah. ever feels bad about losing when they get attacked by a bunch of 8-8s and 10-10s. Yeah. Nobody feels bad about that because that's like... In people's mind, especially people who maybe are new to Commander, that's what Commander's about. Yeah. Which is, uh, this deck exemplifies that perfectly. Yeah. But the number one strength of the deck, well, I'll hit I, you with it. Can I give you the number two strength first? Sure. The Commander's an ooze, and ooze are cool. <laughs> okay, mine also has to do with the Commander. Ooh. We gave him haste and made him beat the opponent really, really quickly. Now he's fast Gurk. <laughs> <laughs> I made the same joke. I made the same joke in the in the review show. But goddamn, if Meat Flute didn't pull through for the nation yeah. and give us fast, fast Gurk, I like so it. So good, super good, super budget, super fun, wild gameplay experience. I think the only thing left to do is 
I think it would be card of the week. This week, Ryan, I think we're going to go with the card outside the game in shit blob. That would be bio bio waste blob. Bio waste blob. That would be give Slogurk plus one plus one. Yep, give all your ooze, all other oozes plus one plus one at the beginning of your upkeep. If you control your commander or any commander, actually, you get a copy of it. So it's another one of those exponential things. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucking cool. And it costs virtually nothing. Oh, and you know what? If you played Zendikar uh, Royal Elemental... And you gained control of other people's commanders. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. It's just it's a cool ass card and it goes very thematically with Slogurk. There you go. Of course, Bio Waste Blob and all of the cards in the deck available over at FusionGamingOnline.com. CCO Fusion 5 promo code gets you 5% off the whole deck. And that'll save you a few bucks if you just wanted to buy like this whole deck if if you if you like this deck. Yeah. Final, final thing to do. Okay. Spice calculator. Spice calculator. Okay, so we punched it all in. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I think when you go over to edhrec.com and you count up all of the, the cards that are different that that are on the Slogurk page, you're seeing a lot of CEDH staples because people are trying to do the combos that we're talking about mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. You're seeing free interaction, you're seeing tutors, and you're seeing protection. Right. All of the CEDH stuff. Yep. So take that for what it's what we said like two minutes ago in the in the strengths and weaknesses. You yeah. could do it. Absolutely. I, I think it's legit. Yes. The best two colors in magic going as fast as they can with protection for their combo. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. So that doesn't bode very well for the spice rating though, because mm-hmm. we've got lots of lands. There's only in our deck today ten cards that are unique to our deck that are not on the stock page on EDHRec.com. Ooh, and I'll bet you there's they're all things that cost like six. Like Multani. Yeah, I think that was even actually on there. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> 10 cards different. Now, here's the thing, though. Only 59 Slogurk decks so far. Yeah. Making making Slogurk not very popular from the new commanders. And here's the thing that I think... I don't think you're going to see much more than that, because I think Slogurk is what we what I like to call a solvable commander. Or, or a boogie mander. Yeah, like he's going to be... Like there's a there's a there's gonna be a Slogurk deck, and then there's gonna be like just a worse version of the Slogurk deck because he's very specific in how he works and in how he operates. He's a yeah. lands deck. He's a landfall trigger deck. He's a combo deck. That's what he's kind of designed to do. Like you're not gonna see him helming very many ooze tribal decks, right? Yeah, and I think that's why that's that's when we do commanders like this. That's why we suggest cards like Royal Elemental and Bio Waste Blob. Because yeah. it takes you away from what EDH Rec says and what CEDH tables would expect. And it gives you cool, fun, interesting takes on the deck, but still lets it do its thing. Yeah. So we punch it all in. 3.02 average mana value. No tutors in here, though you could jam blue ones and green ones. Yeah, pretty <laughs> to, good ones, yeah. To, to well, up to your eyeballs. Spice rating? Ooh. 28. <laughs> Ooh. That's okay, though. You know what? Honorary Spice. This is the first Midnight Hunt commander we've done. It lets us play things like Rites of Spring and Cephalid Illusionist. And Bio Waste Blob. Yes. Trade Roots. Trade Roots. 
Yeah. That's like, a cool card, I man. think those are all reasons to play this deck, and all of it can be yours for less than 200 bucks with a bunch of landfall stuff that you probably already have if you're interested in the lands archetype. You could probably... like. You could go out and buy the land base for this deck by buying the pre-con that IEC came in. That's okay. And then just adding some forest and island to islands to it, and you'd have a serviceable yeah, mana yeah. base for this deck. I think the cards themselves do enough that you don't need all the utility lands. You would sure like to have the myriad landscapes and the and the misty rainforests and the prismatic vistas and stuff. Yeah. You'd certainly like those, but evolving wilds and terramorphic expanse are probably fine yeah right and and we're playing all of those very budget versions of fetches in the deck we didn't really go into it but we're already playing those yep and that's included in the less than 200 dollars the deck is mm-hmm. so super cool big uh big shout out to to matt flucher meet flute for sending it in and again <laughs> if anybody is on the discord we've got the competitive the other format deck lists ugh, yeah. the casual ones the preferred deck lists if that's the the tier that you want to pledge on on patreon we super much appreciate super much appreciate that. yeah they're talking like me yeah and for everybody else commander at gmail.com if you have a deck list we keep them all we review them all when new sets come out we review them when we start a new arc we do all that kind of stuff so we do keep them and see them all yes final thought of the day or what? final thought of the day let's do it i think first of all i would like to say i'm looking forward to playing the meat flute someday as events start up again yeah maybe in vegas maybe that's kind of a dirty thing don't uh don't google that so big thanks to Meat Flute. This deck was very, very cool. I love oozes. I like landfall. I like landfall oozes. So this kind of ticks all the boxes for decks that I'm liking at the moment. So thanks very much for sending it in. I like that it has lots of play. I like that it has lots of room to grow or shrink, depending on how what you want to do with it. And that's always something I like to see in any deck that we review on the show. So big thanks again to Meat Flute. And big thanks to you for listening to the show Supporting the show, looking at the show, taking it into the ear holes, the eye holes, and any other hole into which you like to insert the show. Be on the lookout for more Midnight Hunt Commanders as we move forward with a new arc on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>